boom and we are live what is going on everybody welcome back to the latest episode of the tim king show is always featuring your boy tk right here on the bloodline entertainment network and yo if you're watching live you could tell i am not alone i have a very very special guest with me i have the president of warrior wrestling steve tortorello with me steve it's an absolute pleasure to have you on thank you for joining me Tim, it's great to see you again. Great to be on the program. I have not seen that opening hype video yet for the new show. Man, like I'm ready to run through a wall. Oh, that's what I like. That's what I like. And that's what we're going to do here. And we got Warrior Wrestling 30 to talk about. I am so excited. I, I, just again, so very thankful for you taking the time to join me this afternoon. I appreciate it so very much. And hey, if you're watching, please hit that like button. Please hit that subscribe button. Sports, wrestling, entertainment, the works right here on the Bloodline Entertainment Network. And yo, just put the Bloodline Entertainment Network into your Google search bar. You can listen to us, Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Music. And when you do that, the website will pop up, bloodlinenetwork.com, your home for sports, wrestling, entertainment, all our audio, all our video, everything we do in one place. But again, we are here today for Steve. Thank you for joining. And we are here to talk about Warrior Wrestling 30, Friday night, lights, baby, man, it is a lot of fun to do those shows. But Steve, before we talk about Warrior Wrestling 30, you think we can talk about you for a little bit? Absolutely. Happy to. All right, great, great. Thanks, man. So, if you don't mind, I like uh, there's a Chicago radio show around here called Mully and Hanley. They do something at 6 a.m. every morning called Pick Six. I kind of okay. picked it up on my show, Six Basic Questions. So, I want to ask you, I have six questions for you. They'll be quick and we're going to run through them. So, first of all, obviously, you're a wrestling fan. What wrestler got you into wrestling? Wow. All right. So as a kid, as a little kid, it would have been Hulk Hogan. I was a Hulkamaniac. I'm born in 85. So that was the first wave as a five, six-year-old in 1990, 91. And then I got out of it for a long time. And then it was Mick Foley that brought me back in. It was actually the Hell in the Cell match uh, that friends sat me down because I made so much fun of them for liking wrestling. They sat me down and showed me a tape. This was in June of 98, like a week after Hell in a Cell. They're like, all right, you're watching this with us. And I watched that. And from that moment on, I was booked. And Mick Foley was my guy. That's awesome. So you got so you came right into the Attitude Era, which was a great time for wrestling and the Monday Night Wars. I feel like I, I can't veer off for my six questions, so I'm, I'm going to ask you an additional question. This could be Did question 1.5. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah. 6.5. There we go. So based off of that, then, were you into the, the wars? Were you, were you want someone who was flipping back and forth between both stations or were you just watching WWE? So we did not have cable growing up when I was a kid. Our friends had cable. So the same friends that showed me the match that they taped, uh, they were the ones who had cable. So I would only see stuff fleetingly when I was at their house, or I would watch Shotgun Saturday Night or WCW Saturday Night, which were both on broadcast TV that I could watch at my house. But I did not get to participate in the Monday Night Wars. I only heard about what was going on, or I caught some of it at my friend's house. Got it. All right. Awesome. Now I'm just going to stick to the script. <laughs> All right. Current wrestling. Are you into current wrestling? Oh, yeah. Big time. Okay. Good. And with that, do you have a favorite current wrestler, like on a big stage level, or are you just into wrestling in general? It's so interesting because my tastes have gotten so varied, right? Like I like certain promotions and shows for certain things and certain wrestlers for other things. I would have to say Will Ospreay is my favorite wrestler. Uh, we were blessed to have Will as the champion at Warrior for about six months last year. And I think from a, not only from an amazing 
moves and match psychology standpoint, but from a character standpoint, I think Will is just on another level as, as far as what he can put together. There are people that have pieces of Will's game, but I don't think there's anybody that has all of Will's game. And a lot of American audiences are like, oh, that's the guy that shows up on AEW. That's the guy that I saw a clip doing a couple flips or something. Yeah. If you watch New Japan and see what he's built over the last couple of years and how he's grown and changed his character, and he has just become the total package. So I would have to say Will Ospreay is my favorite. Yeah, fantastic. And I look forward to seeing his progression through the year. I think that he's going to win the G1, and I think he's going to ultimately win the IWGP Championship. And you know what was really cool? Seeing him in New Japan with that Warrior Wrestling Championship. I mean, I'm sure that was just mind-blowing for you. Like, that, what a moment, right? We were in Tinley Park in December of 21 when Will won our title in a match with Trey and Blake Christian. And he cut a promo after the, the match and he said, and I'm going to take this title down the ramp at the Tokyo Dome. And everybody in the back, we all looked at each other. And someone looked at me and Eric and they're like, did you know about this? We're like, nope. <laughs> Honest to God, we were as shocked as everybody else. And, and true to his word, two weeks later, whatever it was, he walked down the, the ramp at the Tokyo Dome for the main event of Wrestle Kingdom holding the warrior wrestling championship and the, the announcers talked about it. And it was this like out of body moment for us. Oh man. I'm sure I'm getting goosebumps listening to you and I'm just a fan of warrior wrestling. That had to be just incredible for you. Yeah. What, what yeah, a moment. We, we all texted that day. We're like, we peaked, right? Like nothing can get better than this. <laughs> yeah. I get that for sure. All right. So you guys got a super special match. I was lucky enough. My first warrior wrestling was warrior wrestling eight. And in my opinion, I think it might be the best warrior wrestling. I don't know. Maybe it's because it was my first. We had two war of attrition matches that night. Both of them were incredible. So the war of attrition match, how did that match come about? Is that your creation? Yeah, I had thought it up before Warrior even existed. Uh, one of the original concepts for, for Warrior would have been like a multi-night tournament where there were matches on night one, that people qualified for the War of Attrition on night two. And we ended up not doing that for the first Warrior show. And then as we were getting ready to do Warrior 2, we had a handful of talent. And we try not to do this, but we had talent committed to the show without an idea of where they were all going to fit, what the matches were going to be. And we, we sat down, and me and Eric and a few other people, we just had all this stuff written down. We're scratching our heads. And I went, wait a minute. I've got this idea I've been sitting on. What if we put them all in this match idea? And I pitched it to everybody, and they were all like, yes, let's do that. And we were off to the races. So the War of Attrition was born. It's how we crowned our first champion, Brian Cage, at Warrior Two, And we've had it several times since. And we just love the, the idea that in that one match, you get so many different things. You get that first stage where it's tons of guys or girls in and out. Crazy stuff can happen. Crazy alliances. Then you get a traditional tag match, and then you just get two exhausted competitors beating the snot out of each other and trying to survive. So in one match, you get so many different elements of what makes wrestling great. So, yeah, I, I dreamed it up somewhere, somehow, and we've been using it ever since. Well, thank you for that. The match is incredible. Getting to watch the two at Warrior Wrestling 8 in front of me was great. The one, it was uh, on the stadium for the inaugural Lucha uh, Warrior Lucha Championship that Aramis won. I mean, that match, that match was just, I, that might be my favorite Warrior Wrestling match. Like That match was insane. And then they were doing the celebration with the cash in the ring afterwards. And my, and my buddy Gary, who always goes to the shows with me, was like, yo, we gotta go throw money. And I'm like, why? I didn't know the celebration with that match, Steve. 
that match. Oh, it was unreal. I mean, they have a lot of people have since seen guys like Vikingo or Laredo Kid or Taurus in different places do some of that stuff. But they they did so much stuff that night that I've never seen. I've watched a million hours of wrestling, right? They they pulled out stuff where it's like, I've never seen that, I've never seen that, I've never seen that, and just death-defying, gravity-defying moves. I agree with you. That is I, I have never ranked really my warrior matches, but that has to be a, a top few warrior match because it was just so much fun and so incredible. Yeah, it was. It was. It was just it's like death defying. It was just yes. oh man. It was it was it was incredible. Like I can't I can't stress it enough, like how incredible that match was. It was just so much fun for yeah. sure. Um, let's keep this rolling then. And it's kind of funny. It just kind of plays into it. I was going to ask you if you had a favorite match. Um, that match just coming up just popped up. Do you have an, a couple more you want to add to that? Yeah, I, I don't know that I have one favorite, but I'll, I'll throw you out a handful. Another one was, was another multi-man and, and mentioning uh, or involving Will Ospreay, who we just mentioned a moment ago. It was Will Ospreay, Rocky Romero, and Amazing Red versus the Rascals from Warrior 7. So right before you joined us. And it was the main event. It was the first time ever. Uh, just unbelievable. Incredible heat all the way through. Same thing. Just un unreal uh, interactions and wrestling and just Great drama, great story, great moves. So that one stands out and is really special. Um, there's a great uh, lucha match between Templario and Soberano on Warrior Six that was just really, really incredible. Uh, the Lucha Brothers versus A Kid and Carlos Romo from Warrior Three. Um, any of the war of other war attritions we've talked about have been amazing. Um, there's a great brawl between Robert Ego Anthony and Joey Janela in the stadium series that culminated in Janela jumping off the goalposts in a Swanton bomb. That was really, really cool. Um, we had the, the match with uh, Vikingo and Aramis and Arrowboy and Taurus in Talia Hall this past February. You know, we, we've been really, really blessed and lucky to, to host a lot of incredible action and incredible matches. Um, so, so obviously I like the Lucha ones, right? Like I like the high flying. I like the high I was going to say that that really sticks out. Yeah. Yeah. Cause <laughs> it's so unique. Right. Uh, yeah. But there's been some great drama matches too. Will Ospreay and Blake Christian told an incredible story. Uh, Ospreay and Brian Cage was great. There have just, I mean, Casey Navarro and Buddy Matthews was just mm -hmm. unbelievable. All the involvement of Frank the Clown and FTC LLC. So there have just been so many really cool matches, and it's it's kind of crazy to look back and think about it. And obviously, I, I didn't wrestle the matches, right? I wasn't in the ring, but I'm part of the team that helps allow it to happen and present it and put it on a platform. So there have been so many. Um, it's kind of overwhelming. <laughs> You have a ton, and you do have a bunch of videos on your YouTube. So if you're not familiar with Warrior Wrestling, even if you're a fan and just want to go back and recollect, go back and check out the Warrior Wrestling YouTube. There is a ton of video content on there. Let's keep this going, all right? This one is a great question. Mount Rushmore. Do you have four superstars from Warrior Wrestling that you'd put on your Mount Rushmore? Oh, man. I think it depends on what – what we're doing with the Mount Rushmore, I, for example, I, I'm going to say some names that aren't the biggest names, the most famous names. But uh, if you've been to a ton of Warrior shows, you'll know. I'd put Sam Adonis on the Mount Rushmore of Warrior Wrestling. Sam has been an MVP from day one. Incredible matches, incredible character. He worked as a dastardly heel for years and then became a fan favorite for Warrior fans. So I'd put Sam Adonis up there. I'd put Brian Cage up there, the first champion and, and the foundation of warrior i'd put trey miguel up there because not not only with the rascals but independently as champ trey has just been incredible mm -hmm. um and then i probably gosh number four is tough 
um, because we've had Osprey, we've had KC, we've had Pillman also hold the belt. We've had a couple of luchadors. Um, I might, this is, this is maybe an out of left field choice, but I may even say Tessa Blanchard is number four because Tessa was a staple of warrior shows, uh, up until uh, fall of 20 when she lost the belt to Kylie Ray. And she's just an incredible performer. And for those first 10, 12 warrior shows, Tessa was a highlight of almost all of them. So I would probably round it out with Tessa Blanchard. Love it. Love it. Yeah. And if you don't mind, I'm going to say mine as well. Please. Uh, for me, it is Brian Cage. You got Casey Navarro, who's held that championship for a year now. Tessa Blanchard and Kylie Ray, I put a slash next to them because sure. they both deserve that. And my number one, my number one, you know my number one, my main man. Go back and watch the interview. Well, he interviewed with me like two months ago. My boy, Sam Adonis. That is my number one. I'm screaming from the rooftops. When is this man going to win the Warrior Wrestling World Championship? And it'll happen. It'll happen. Oh, it will absolutely happen. And when is it? Now, granted, he's getting featured hugely on AAA right now. Good for AAA. But when are the American promotions going to wake up and, and give this guy? It, it would stink for us if it was WWE because that means he wouldn't be able to work with us anymore. But WWE or AEW, uh, they have got to take a chance on Sam because he's he's truly something special. Special. Yeah, I'm so glad, glad I'm, I'm blessed to be able to just have conversations with the man. His business mind is unbelievable. And his talent in that ring, second to none. Warrior Wrestling 8, I walked in and I said, who is that? And I'm glad I did because, as you just said, he's going to get picked up by the Americans, uh, you know, big American promotion sooner than later. And the American audience is going to feast on Sam Madonna. They're going to hate him, but they're going to feast on Sam Madonna for sure. Very beautiful. Yes. And all right, my friend, my last question for you before we talk about Warrior 30. You know, uh, we're talking about this is the last show at Marion Catholic High School. What's your dream venue? Where where do you where do you think that this could go? Oh, man, um, in Chicago, I, I I've always wanted. I'd love to run a show at the Aragon Ballroom, right? Like I love. It's not just about size for me or location. It's about the unique feel of a venue, and the Aragon has such a cool feel to it. If people don't know. It's it's an old. It's hundred years old from the nineteen twenties, and it is an old like Spanish courtyard style ballroom. So there are all these cool balconies built in like old Spanish buildings. And I just think it would be the coolest vibe for a wrestling show. So I think running at the Aragon would be really, really cool. Uh, I must say, though, of the, of the various venues we've run, they each have their own uh, allure to them. The Bendix Arena in South Bend is awesome. It's that theater in the round, the seats rising up, feels like a coliseum. Uh, Talia Hall was on fire, just that old, old theater vibe with the people being uh, just kind of electric. But if I was looking for a new one that we haven't had the chance to do, I would say the Aragon Ballroom. That would be awesome. That would be really cool. That's a Chicago staple, as is the Chicago Tribune, which I saw an article about Warrior Wrestling in this morning. So, Oh, cool. Yeah, yeah, I know. I did an interview earlier this week. I didn't know it was out. Cool. Yeah. So congrats on that. I was, uh, I was looking in the, the trip and I was like, Oh, look at that. That's cool. Nice. So yeah, congrats on that. And that's in regards to this warrior wrestling show that's coming up right here, Friday night, June 30th, Marion Catholic high school, seven o'clock central standard time. Get there. If you haven't yet, you can go to warrior wrestling's website, warriorwrestling.net slash tickets, get your tickets for the show. The show is going to be rocking as every warrior wrestling show does. And uh, let's just let's run through the matches really quick, all right? So we got uh, Stephen Gage taking on Cole Radrick. What, what's your take on this match? Cole Radrick, he's a stud. 
Yeah, he's done a couple of shows for us before. He's faced Casey Navarro, actually, and Isaiah Velasquez. He's really made a name for himself in GCW. Saban Gage is a Chicago guy who's been at Chicago Style Wrestling. He's been at Freelance. He's really the next guy in the mold of a Cole Radrick or a Casey Navarro or where he's not a tall guy, but he's a quick guy. He's a fast guy. He's a smooth and crisp guy. And we're always looking for what's the right combination, not just who's famous or who's where, what's the right combination of styles, just like in MMA styles make fights. And so we think Cole Radrick and Saban Gage is going to be quick paced, uh, a lot of smoothness to it and, and just a really fun uh, fun match. And we think it's most likely going to open the show on Friday the 30th because I can't think of a better way to pull people in than these two guys. That's exciting. You got me a little hyped for this match. I was there for Cole Radrick and Casey Navarro. That was a lot of fun. I imagine these two guys, based off what you just said, are going to put on a really fun match as well. That's exciting. Let's keep it on rolling. We got the Bang Bros taking on Purple Pop, Matt Nixon, sort of incredible Iverson. Bang Bros are a lot of fun. I'll be honest. I'm not too familiar with Purple Poppy and Sorta Incredible. So talk to me about them. Yep. So Matt Nix was the founder of Freelance Wrestling, and he is uh, just an incredible wrestler, and he's really kind of found his niche as this. Uh, he comes out to Prince's Purple Rain. He just has a lot of fun with what he does in the ring. Sort of incredible Iverson is a, a wannabe kind of is superhero and just a really, really fun wrestling character. So you got the Bang Bros, who are incredible athletes and a great team, but also a lot of fun. And then this other ragtag team for us, this is going to be the classic stadium series style match where it's a lot of character, a lot of fun, a lot of interacting with the audience. And this is where the, the venue comes into play. Being outdoors and having all that space and being able to interact with people, we think is going to make it pretty special. So it'll be a fun match. Awesome. I love the crowd interaction that you guys do. I was blessed enough to get to chop Robert Ego Anthony. Lance held him. Right. He said, chop him. I'm like, oh, let me get one. Oh, that was awesome. I love the stadium series. And just like you said earlier with Joey Janela flying off the goalpost, fun stuff happens. Looking forward to seeing what goes on in this match. Let's keep it rolling. Oh, we got the dance. We got Storm Grayson taking on Jordan Cross. This should be a really fun match. Steve, talk to us about this one. Yep. So Storm Grayson is a member of Frank the Clown's FTC LLC. He's also currently the freelance champion. He's a Steino, right? We have got a, they still exist. Uh, he's a stud wrestler, though, truly like a thoroughbred horse as far as a great athlete and great talent. And um, Jordan Cross is the luckiest man in wrestling. He's won by hook or by crook every show he's been on for the last five or six. And so you have here the luck streak of Jordan Cross running into the FTC LLC who will cheat to win at any cost. So is Jordan's luck going to run out? Or will he need more than luck to overcome Storm? Because Storm's also going to have Trevor Outlaw in his corner. So it's going to be a, at least a, a little of a handicap match almost for poor Jordan. So what happens there? It's the story colliding of our most fun up-and-coming babyface and those dastardly punks from FTC LLC. They're great, but boo. Agreed. <laughs> No, this show, let's go. We got three more matches, three big matches. This one for the Warrior Lucha Championship. Gringo Loco, who has just been impressing the world, Vikingo and Gabriel Fuerza. Steve, this is going to be a lot of fun. This yeah, is probably this, this is going to be your match of the night, probably, based oh, on God. our conversation so far. 
Yeah, based on everything that we've said, right? So we always want to have that fun Lucha match. And as you said, Gringo's been tearing it up. Uh, for anybody who was at Dynamite this past week at the Wintrust Arena, the ROH main event after Rampage was Gringo and a team versus Penta, Phoenix, Vikingo, and Commander. Gringo has been headlining all these ROH tapings. Him and Vikingo have had some incredible matches. Vikingo, obviously a former uh, Lucha champion here for Warrior. So you've got the two of them. And then the wild card is Gabriel Fuerza. One of the things we like to do is bring in names you know and names you don't know. And Fuerza is born in Mexico, raised in Canada. He has been a phenomenon on the Canadian independent scene for the last nine years. He's in the Toronto area. Everybody up there swears by him. And as we're looking, literally, we're watching footage from indies all across the country. We're like, this guy, this is the guy that needs the platform. This is the guy that needs the chance. And when we announced Fuerza, you could see all of these wrestlers and promoters and fans retweeting and commenting and saying, like, yes, finally the world is going to see. So you've got the incredible Vikingo and, and Gringo and then a guy who's got everything in the world to prove. And when you've got everything in the world to prove – the world is your oyster. So I, I think this match is going to be a ton of fun. Oh, you got me really excited for this match. And I'm excited for Gabriel first. I'm going to go check him out right when we get off of this now, for sure. This match, this match has some potential to be a lot of fun. Kanosuke Takeshka against Warhorse. Is Takeshka bringing Don Callis with him? I don't think I so. I hope not. I really <laughs> hope not. I don't think he's allowed around people or children. I don't know. Yeah, um, that's a good idea. But, th but this match we're excited about because – so Takeshita obviously is an incredible athlete. Anybody that watches AEW knows just what he's done over the last year. He was with us in January, fought Zach Wentz in South Bend, and they had a phenomenal striking Japanese-style match. But Takeshita is also a fighter too. Warhorse, sometimes people underestimate Warhorse because he's got such a great over-the-top personality and character to him, but he can – wrestle and he can fight and he's trained with all of those guys in st louis mma and catch style wrestling so this is going to be an absolute slobber knocker this is your forearm to the jaw put somebody's teeth in the dirt kind of match and now that takesh has got the new mean streak and warhorse is on a roll this is this is the match in the show where again you the sweat from a slap or a chop or a punch is going to end up 10 yards into the field that's going to be awesome oh let's go let's go excited for that well i love warhorse he is just he is so exciting who doesn't love warhorse all right and the main events of warrior wrestling 30 we got the champ over one year 365 days casey navarro defending against mr independent himself Matt Cardona. This is a big, big match, Steve. Talk to us about it. Yeah, so not only is it big for Warrior, obviously Cardona is one of the biggest names on independent wrestling, and he's going around declaring himself the indie god. He has won seven different independent wrestling championships this year. Will Warrior be number eight? Will he come and win the Warrior Wrestling title? That's one question. The other question is, What's Casey Navarro doing? He's been aligned with Frank the Clown. He's been cheating to win. Can he overcome Cardona? Question number three, how does their past play into this? If folks have seen on the East Coast, they just had a match last month. KC grew up a huge Matt Cardona fan, which blows my mind because, you know, we're kind of old now. But in 2011, when Matt Cardona as Zack Ryder was the hottest thing on the Internet, little 11-year-old KC Navarro was obsessed with Zack Ryder. He had the T-shirt. He had the glasses. He had the hair. He had all of it. His idol was Zack Ryder Matt Cardona. 
And so now we have this clash. Warrior champion, he's been cheating to win, aligned with Frank. Indie god taking over everywhere else. And it's a hero mentor versus mentee kid clash. So there's a whole lot of questions here. Who's the audience going to be behind? How does Frank get involved? Does KC want Frank involved? Is Cardona coming to play dirty or is he going to play fair? All of these things are going to go into this main event. Oh, that is exciting. That's really exciting. Eight. Will Cardona take his eighth? I don't know. I wouldn't mind seeing Matt Cardona walk around with that Warrior Wrestling Championship, putting some big pub on that. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. But yeah, it'll be interesting. And I'll, I'll drop this on you too. There is a uh, another match that we haven't announced yet. I will tell it to you right here. We're going to announce it later tonight uh, because it just came together last night. Uh, Heather Reckless, who's been with us before, is going to be taking on the returning Sky Blue. Sky's coming oh. back. Yes, we're really, really excited. She just won in the United Center. She just won in the Wintrust Arena. She's oh. making her way through the Owen Tournament. She's got a big, big following now in AEW. And Sky never forgets where she came from. And I was texting with her, and we are able to put something together. So Sky Blue will compete Friday night, the 30th, here for Warrior Wrestling. Wow. Breaking news right here on the Tim King Show. Sky Blue is returning to Warrior Wrestling, and she has been hot in AEW. I was sitting, lucky enough, I was sitting in the fourth row at the United Center on the floor, right behind her mom. Like, that match was awesome in the crowd. All 12,000 of us were behind her. Like, that oh, my was God. Great. So Sky's mom's amazing. If, if, if we've got a minute, I want to tell a quick Sky's mom story. Talk so away, she's please. anywhere in the Midwest where Sky's wrestling, Sky's mom is there. And she came to a Warrior show a couple of years ago. And I uh, was talking to our team at the front gate and it's like, oh, I'm Sky's mom. And they're like, oh, you don't have to pay. Come on in. And Sky's mom's like, no, 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 no. We're paying for our ticket. We're supporting wrestling. And so she bought tickets for her, Sky's sister, her grandpa, whatever, the whole family. And they just insisted that like, no, 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 no. We're, we're going to pay for our ticket. We want to support wrestling. That's what we do. Just great people. I mean, you can tell why Sky is so wonderful. She comes from good people. And um, we just we just love it when they're around. That's so cool. That's a great story. That's awesome. Great people. I mean, hopefully that, that's what makes the world go around, right? Yep. <laughs> that's amazing. Thank you for sharing that story. And again, Sky Blue is returning to Warrior Wrestling. So on, on top of everything we just discussed, Sky Blue is coming back to Warrior Wrestling. And folks, you can get your tickets at warriorwrestling.net slash tickets. Please go over there, get your tickets, support wrestling, support Warrior Wrestling, one of the hottest independent wrestling promotions around Steve, thank you so much for taking the time. I greatly appreciate it. Let the people know where they can find you. You got it, sir. I appreciate coming on. Uh, WarriorWrestling.net is where the tickets are. Uh, socials, we're at Warrior Wrestling. No vowels in wrestling, W-R-S-T-L-N-G. That's Instagram and Twitter. We're also on Facebook as well. Uh, the big thing, too, if you cannot make it out to the show, we're streaming it live on YouTube thanks to a sponsorship with Manscaped. So check out Manscaped if you need any grooming products whatsoever. I just bought a set of boxers. They're amazing. Um, and if you use Warrior Wrestling as a code at checkout, you get 20% off. So if you love Warrior, uh, if you need something, go get it. Use that code. It helps us with the sponsor to show that we're you know good, a good partner with them. So thanks to Manscaped. We are live on uh, YouTube for everybody to watch for free all around That's the world. Cool. That is so cool. Wow. Wow. That's incredible. Get the Manscaped 20% off. Use promo code warrior steve thank you so much again get over there check out warrior wrestling on youtube get your tickets at warriorwrestling.net follow warrior wrestling on all the socials for sure and again thank you so much for tuning in 
like this video, please, please subscribe to Bloodline Entertainment Network. Seven days a week, we got you three shows, sports, wrestling, entertainment. We got the works right here. And you can listen to us, Spreaker, Spotify, Apple Music by searching Bloodline Entertainment Network into your little search bar. And when you do that, the BloodlineNetwork.com is going to come up as well. Home for sports, wrestling, entertainment, all our videos, all our audio, everything we do in one place. And if you happen to miss the Warrior Wrestling Show, don't see it on YouTube. Come and see the review that we're going to put up there on BloodlineNetwork.com. Steve, thank you so much for joining me again. You are the man. Thank you for everything you do for us as fans. Thank you for putting Warrior Wrestling out there. Hope you have a great weekend. Thank you for everyone who tuned in. We out. Boom. Boom.